0: Welcome to a Practical Idealist podcast, aligning what is good with what is possible. I'm your host, Allison Bueller, and the focus on this show is real change for better health, home, and community. Today's show is a game changer, and that is no exaggeration. Science is showing us through real-time imagery that our bodies are capable of things we never could have believed. We now know about neuroplasticity, the ability to turn good genes on and bad ones off. We're learning about biomarkers for major diseases like Alzheimer's that can be turned on and off through diet and exercise. And we're beginning to understand just how powerful the brain is when it comes to overall health. But today we're going to tell you about a shortcut to resetting your immune system with our guest Don Nieder. If you've been following the show, you may have noticed a difference in the introduction. I began this show out of the nonprofit organization, the Homestead Education Center, in 2018. While 2020 was rough on everyone, my family has encountered a few extra hurdles thrown our way when my dad fell through a roof of a warehouse on March 13th. By some miracle, he is recovering after a long stint in ICU and rehab, but my mom, who had Parkinson's, took a nosedive on health. It's been a tough and tender season for us as we transition roles, and caregiving has been at the center of every decision. My husband Mike and I decided to close the physical Homestead Center this summer and keep the online educational and nonprofit pieces of the organization going. Physical upkeep of two properties became impossible as care for my family took precedent. So we've transitioned the Homestead Center into a Practical Idealist blog and podcast site with the same mission, helping ourselves and you all make better choices when it comes to health, home, and community. We're committed to the belief that small changes in our everyday lives ripple out. We kept the nonprofit organization open because you all have put $96,000 into important programs over the years, and we do not intend to stop that. This year, you can support the Holiday Helping Hands projects by shopping on a recommendations page on the website at www.apracticalidealist.com. I've done the homework for you and chosen four companies as affiliates based on their commitment to health, sustainability, and quality. I signed up a nonprofit as the consultant, and we're asking you to make some clean green switches for things that you already purchase on the recommendations page on the website. I don't want you to buy new things or things that you don't need. That's never the purpose of a practical idealist. But if we can make some swaps, we can make a big difference. And our goal is $10,000 to finish off the 2020 budget of the JL King Community Center, where lives are literally being changed each day. I was there this week and two participants in the Gateway program just received notice that they got city employment jobs. These are great jobs with benefits, and that's our goal is to put people to work in jobs that are above minimum wage and to create pathways to prosperity. I ask you to consider making one purchase or switch on the recommendation page this month at www.apracticalidealist.com. And now on with the show. I drive my middle child two hours each way to soccer practice for a state team every week. Needless to say, I listen to a lot of podcasts, I'm always trying to learn something new, and when Russell Brand, like him or hate him, interviewed the Iceman, Wim Hof, I had to pull the car over to digest what I just heard. I'm a try-anything-once kind of girl, and if I can get behind the science. When I was writing my first book on women's health, I looked for patterns. Did several doctors I trust say the same thing? What I heard Wim Hof talk about was a culmination of lots of sources I'd been reading about on the power of the mind, when it comes to health. I had to find out more. So I searched for someone near me who knew more and found our guest today, Don Nieder. Don was born and raised in Houston and has six children. Uh, He's been in the Atlanta area for 21 years and is 67 years old. For 12 of the past 13 years, he owned and operated a small business called SpeedPro Imaging, but was able to retire from SpeedPro a year ago to follow a passion he developed. That passion was to help others live their lives in a way that they can continue to enjoy both mentally and physically. The primary tool he learned and now teaches is called the Wim Hof Method. I've been stalking him for uh, several months now. Welcome, Don. How are you? I'm
1: doing awesome today. Thank you, Allison. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm so excited to finally pick your brain and talk to you. I tried to get into Don's trainings. Um, One time we had a soccer tournament and couldn't go. The next time it filled up. Today he has told me that his next training is almost halfway full and it opened what yesterday on sunday sunday oh my goodness i got to get off this podcast and go sign up <laughs> so don let's start by having you tell our guests a little bit about your background and how you became interested in health
1: oh uh, great well thank you again um, i'm really looking forward to this and uh boy, i was just enjoying listening to uh having to drive two hours and all the time to listen to podcasts that's a that's a labor of love i know uh, it
0: is i kind of i've tried i actually enjoy the drive now because i have found all these good ways to i don't know learn new things it's kind of multitasking at at, at a relaxing pace
1: sure well, as you said i'm from i'm from texas i've been in atlanta area for about 22 years but really it's the last eight years i think that are, are probably most important or relevant uh to this uh podcast and that's where right at age 60 and um you know, I owned my business and I was operating that. And you know, as anybody who has owned and operated a small business, you know, it's just hard. It's just hard. You know, it's it's hard work. You're doing everything, and it's I mean, it's, it's rewarding, and it's I loved it, but it's hard, and, um, and a lot of stress. And it's about uh, eight years ago, I had a um, and when I was just turning 60, I had a a false a false alarm with a a medical diagnosis. I had a a doctor tell me that my carotid arteries were 90% blocked on one side and 85% blocked on the other. I was, I could drop over dead or have a a, a major stroke at any moment. And you know, that got my attention and uh, went straight to a cardiologist at Emory. He put me through a lot of tests. A week to 10 days later, I have an appointment in his office to get the results to find out. Of course, I've been using Dr. Google to find out right. <laughs> all the terrible things that could happen and what surgeries yes. i'm you know i'm probably going to have to go through and sit down my wife and i sit down in the doctor's office you know just, i'm nervous anxious anticipating what's going to come and he goes why are you here i said what mm. do you mean why am i here he said your your carotid arteries are 15 and 12 percent blocked and for your age that's normal you're fine your heart's fine you know go and just the first doctor misread an ultrasound of my carotid arteries, and it put me through this this process that was that was awful. And of course, I was relieved and angry at the same time that, right. that it happened. But what it did, you know the, it, there's always a silver lining, right? And what it did, it, it it opened my mind up to considering it didn't really get me thinking on longevity, like maybe, It should have, especially at at age 60. But it opened my mind up to considering, you know, uh, health and life. So I just started, people started recommending books. A a customer of mine from a small business recommended The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's it's kind of a hard book to read, but it was so impactful. And I use it today. It's all about living in the present moment. Past doesn't exist, future. Just this moment right now that we're having would exist. And it's so much easier to kind of calm the mind when you, when you practice that and when you're able to have control over your unconscious mind and not let the, that that inner voice talk to you and tell you, you can't do that, or that's too hard, or I'm tired, or whatever it may, it may be telling you. Yeah. And, it, you know, so over the years, I've learned to gain control over that. So, yeah, you know, I started reading that book, and that led me, I heard on the radio from a a radio personality in Atlanta, Atlanta at the time, Neil Bort's a book called Younger Next year. And it was all about how aerobic exercise can not only you know strengthen your lungs, but it, it, it actually signals your brain signals your cells that hey, uh, we're yes you know, our, our lizard brain we're, we're chasing food across the savannah. We need to strengthen ourselves and build ourselves. We don't need to be storing fat because there's not a famine. there's there's food available for us. So I started doing aerobic exercise and just slowly but surely, one of my sons told me about a book called uh, Success Through Stillness from Russell Simmons, and that kind of introduced me to meditation. So I I called them building blocks. All of a sudden, I started eating better, you know, better, better nutrition. I I started aerobic exercise and strength, uh, strength training, started doing some yoga and certainly meditation, drinking more water every day. Uh, going to the sauna. The sauna is incredible for um, our brains, particularly, and and all preventing Alzheimer's. Uh, so I just started doing these things: intermittent fasting. Because each each time I'd learn something new, I'd start exploring further and just it, you know take me into grounding. I started painting. You know, started a new uh, a new hobby. So I I, I just kind of started taking these building blocks and slowly but surely constructing uh, a healthier lifestyle, and then. Fast forward four years, when I was uh, 64, a customer, another customer of mine, had walked into my my business and started talking about this crazy guy named Wim Hof. <laughs> uh, he was taking cold showers and he could hold his breath for a long time. And it, at the time, it sounded like, um, well, shoot, I need to learn that. That's uh, that could be a great uh, a great way to win free beers in a bar just I can hold my breath longer <laughs> than you. And it was like it, I thought it was a circus act. And I, I mean, literally that after he left, I went in my office, I Googled. And, and then obviously there's, there's thousands of videos and documents and stories about Wim. And uh, so I started finding information about him. And if you go to his website, WimHoffMethod.com, there's a video right there, a free video on how to uh, practice and, and learn the method. So I did that. And I, I was sitting at my desk at work and I held my breath, I don't know, two, two and a half minutes. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And it felt good. I didn't know i I thought it was a, like I said, like a parlor trick. But then I started reading about the science and learning about it and, and there's published medical papers and strengthening the immune system. And I said, you know, geez, there's there's something here. And I just continued to do that and I started practicing it. And I said, You know what? I'm I'm in my sixties and what I what I the, the main lesson I discovered is that it's never too late to affect your longevity. I don't mean just living a long time i want to live a long time and be able to enjoy it both mentally and physically it's no good to be mentally sharp but in a wheelchair or to be you know uh, having issues with your mind but you're you're physically fit as a fiddle and you can do what you want i'm going to have both and i i will be kayaking on a beautiful mountain lake on my 80th birthday i know it and i will and i practice it every single morning i have for three years I just feel great when I do it. And then it gives the ultimate delayed gratification because I know I'm, I, right now, my, you know, my, my three years in the future self is thanking myself for starting this three years ago. And I know 10 years, 20, 30 years from now, I'll be thanking my past self for, for practicing this method, for give, bringing me, you know, illustrating ways to take control over my health.
0: Uh, you are a kindred spirit. There's so many things I like about your story. First of all, it's never too late. That's what so uh, so many people just, they think, well, I'm too far gone. I can't, there's no way I can get it back. And I mean, I did a whole TED talk on this, that you all you got to do is get more good days in the bank than bad days. And it pays off over time. And it's never too late to make those changes. Our bodies want to be healthy. They want to respond. So I love that about your story. The second thing I love is that these things are not um, overnight, they were building blocks. And so you you tried one thing and that made a shift in another thing, your food, um, made a shift in your exercise, made a shift in, well, maybe I need to try mindfulness. And so starting anywhere, anywhere on the path to making changes for health is is powerful and it, and it ripples. And then the last thing that I love is, is that you're confident in seeing the results of your practice and practice is the key word it's you can think about these things a lot and I I used to be guilty about that I would read all these self-help books and never see any progress and my husband said well why don't you try putting some of that stuff to work and it is work it's a practice and so I like that about your story I like so much about your story so you kind of talked about what drew you to Wim Hof's method but can you describe to people who are unfamiliar with it how it works
1: sure it's um it is so simple, and it's it, it surprises people that something that easy that they could do in 10 or 12 minutes in the morning at their home. You don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to spend money. It's something totally under your control. You can do it any time of day you want. You can do it multiple times a day, but basically it's, it's three components to the Wim Hof Method. It's, it's breathing, and each one of these have a specific purpose, and they all tie together. All right, so the the breathing is we're just it's a controlled hyperventilation, if you will, with the, and the point of it is to, re, to reduce the amount of CO2 that's in our body. Our physiologies are all the same, all right? We, we, we breathe in oxygen, we carry oxygen to our cells the same way with the mitochondria. We, our physiologies, our organs, we, we're all built the same. So if you do the breathing, you will have the same results that Wim has, all right? Your pH level is going to go up. Your cardiovascular system is going to improve. Your lungs are going to improve, and your diaphragm is going to strengthen. There's just you will release hormones, adrenaline, uh, you will dopamine, you'll you'll, you'll the feel good hormones. You'll all these things will happen. So breathing, breathing is is one aspect, and that is critical to strengthening our immune system. the The second leg to the stool, if you will, is mindset. I mean. I've come to believe after three years of practice that you know, when I first started, it was the breathing that was, that's the one that gives you that awesome feeling each day, you know, as you start your day. Uh, the, the mindset, as you practice and you build, and, and we can talk about it in more detail, but the mindset to me is the most powerful part of the system because it just gives me total control over the mind-body connection. So I'm in charge of my body. I know it. I'm not listening to this, you know, the subconscious mind telling me things I can and I can't do. I make those decisions myself. And that's all a part of being in the present moment, as as, as mentioning earlier. And the third portion of the method is cold exposure. We, get, we take cold showers. We get into ice baths at the end of my class. And one thing to understand about WIM and the Wim Hof Method, nothing is ever forced. It is what you're comfortable doing so there's especially when it comes to cold showers that's what really scares people the most and they're like oh no can't do that i you know i love my hot shower and so we don't try to say no sorry you got to take a cold shower it's not going to work it's just we just we show them how okay well take your warm shower always take a warm shower just finish it start with 15 seconds of cold water on your leg on your legs for a week and then you know then maybe go to half a minute and go up to your waist And then just gradually, you know, learn to accept it and to embrace it and to enjoy it and then start experiencing. I mean, same thing with with, uh, cold showers. In fact, I take an ice bath three or four times a week. I bought an old chest freezer, converted it, sealed the inside and filled it with water. And I I climb inside that three or four times a week, uh, every day during the summer. And it's just when you come out of an ice bath, I just stay in for two or three minutes. I keep the water in the in the 40s. You just, you feel like you can tackle anything besides the kind of the, the mental. The first time you take an ice bath in my class, you just come out of that with, wow, I did it. If I can do that, what else can I do? All right. And it's called adaptive stress. We're, we're, we're training our body. We're intentionally stressing our body. And by doing that, we're better preparing for handling stress when it really happens that we don't, maybe we're not expecting it. So, through the breathing, because you're holding your breath, and through the ice bath or through cold showers, we are intentionally creating the stressor that our body is learning to adapt to, and it will, and your mind will adapt to it. So, basically, it's breathing, mindset, and cold exposure.
0: Okay. And I think that's what resonated with me when I heard it, because I was, I have really studied intensively for my own autoimmune stuff, um, stressing the body through fasting. And so I was aware of how that promotes healthy cell growth and sloughing off of bad cells and, um, and bad cell growth. And so I, it, it really resonated with me. But can you, let's talk a little bit, a bit about the science behind what happens when you stress the body through either breath holding or cold exposure or even fasting?
1: Well, I mean, the the, the main thing you're doing is you're, you're, you're training your body. For instance, when you get in the cold, your circulatory system, Your as soon as you get in the cold, your body doesn't know what's going on. It doesn't know how long you're going to be in there. So it's going to protect itself. It's going to protect all the organs. So the first thing it'll do is it'll start constricting the blood flow to your extremities. So your hands, your feet, your legs, will get less blood while you're in an ice bath or while you're taking a cold shower. And then when you when you get out or when you stop, it it, it dilates those blood vessels or when they get warm, like if you're in a sauna, then you know they get they get much bigger and it's you know, the blood vessels get closer to the skin and, and sweat. So you're you're it's almost like lifting weights or exercise for your cardiovascular system by getting in and out. Practicing this between the breath and the cold of exercising those vessels and then using your breath and and putting more oxygen into the body you are actually getting more blood through more parts of your body than maybe you have in a long time the breathing portion basically we're we're doing a series of 30 to 40 breaths and they're they're going to be deep breaths so we're coming from the abdomen using our diaphragm and like Wim likes to say belly chest head so we just we're taking a deep breath starting with the belly moving up our chest, then just kind of moving up and taking as much air as we can. So, we're increasing the amount of oxygen in our blood. And typically, most humans, you're going to be 94 to 98% uh, of oxygen in your blood. Uh, So, we'll get that to 100%. But what we're doing at the same time is reducing the amount of CO2. And when we do that, it's something called the Bohr effect. So, basically, as the CO2 goes goes down your pH level goes up so you become more alkaline and when you do the mitochondria hold on to the oxygen all right so the oxygen that you've been breathing is not being released into your cell so your cells start to get burning oxygen anaerobically uh, so they can continue and then once it starts burning through that then it will start releasing the oxygen in the cells So when it does that then it starts producing, your body starts producing CO2 again, and then the CO2 will start building up. The amount of oxygen in your body actually drops down to, I mean, I've dropped, I I carry, uh, I I have a pulse oximeter so I can measure how much oxygen is in my my body at at any time while I'm doing the breathing. And at the end, it'll drop down below 50%. That's another Mm -hmm. great example of adaptive stress because obviously the human body can't live, if our, if our blood levels or oxygen levels are that low in our blood. But it's, it's just during this breath hold. So as the oxygen, the CO2 builds up, uh, the oxygen drops down. The oxygen that uh, if you're that it was now running around in your body is being released to the cells. So they're getting oxygen and then the CO2 builds up to a high enough level. You get that urge to breathe. It's not because of oxygen, it's because the CO2 is building up and it's time to, to rid your body of that poison, with that breath. So all this cycle happens while we're doing the breathing um, the, the breathing method. So it allows us to get into this incredibly deep meditative state, uh, much deeper than if you just kind of practice mindfulness meditation for 10 or 15 minutes each day. In the two or three minutes you hold your breath, you can get into a deeper state. It's, it's nothing like the feeling of not needing to take a breath while you're holding you be holding your breath but you don't feel like you need a breath either it's just total calm just this connection that you know that that our bodies are missing with nature that we've we've kind of become alienated from nature over the years especially you know with the invention of air-conditioned homes and heated homes and cars so we're never exposing our bodies to the elements of nature and therefore our bodies have forgotten how to adapt to that so we're just retraining how to do that. We're retraining, making that, that connection.
0: Yeah. And there's so much science on this. And I really encourage our listeners. We don't have time today to go into it, but Wim is just begging scientists to test him all the time and, and test these methods. And not just on him. He says, I'm nothing special. He said, anyone can learn these things. And the and the documentation is there. But what I always look for is that other very well-respected physicians are are saying the same thing. So Mark Hyman and um, he interviewed Wim Hof, but he he's been saying the thing about ice baths for years in the circulatory system. And so many different doctors are 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 coming to the same conclusions. But this is really a shortcut. Can you we're going to come back to the mind part of it, but can you tell us some of the benefits that you've seen in yourself and the people that you've trained?
1: The and it's it's interesting because the 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 people that I've trained they all have different reasons that they've become interested in the Wim Hof method. I, my class that did on Sunday, uh, and, and by the way, I'm keeping my classes small right now during COVID and as things improve, and I'll, I'll increase the size of the classes. But just by coincidence, uh, the people in the class had all in the past suffered from some form of, of drug or alcohol addiction. And that's what they were all there for. And there are Wim Hof instructors specifically. Um, to help people deal with, with addictions, or past addictions. Uh, I've had people who just, all right, just like I kind of did, it's, it's time. I need to start taking more control and responsibility for my life and my health. And they've, they've read enough about the Wim Hof Method to understand that, you know, this is a good tool for doing that. As, as Wim says, that if he could train every mother in the world who in turn would train their children, that disease could be eliminated in two generations. And, and as you said, Allison, more and more doctors are realizing that there are several Wim Hof method instructors who are, in fact, doctors. And they're realizing not just the Wim Hof method, but they're realizing that there's so much we can do with our bodies, all right, to heal ourselves. We don't have to go down the road of pharmaceuticals. Um, in fact, that's really the what happened to me. I The the episode with my carotid arteries just kind of started opening my mind up. It wasn't until later that I first heard about the Wim Hof Method. And interestingly, right at the same time, I had my annual physical and I went in and my blood pressure was up. My blood pressure had always been good. And doctor said, we're gonna do a stress test. So I go and do the stress test and I fail it for the last 30 seconds, blood pressure went sky high. So he said, okay, you're going on blood pressure medication. And he prescribed me some pills, like a good little patient, I went to the pharmacy and got them filled. I got home and I looked at that and said, you know what? B.S. I am not going to take any of these. I'm going to figure out. The doctor never asked me one question about why did my blood, what changed? I started, you know, trying to figure it out and realized that three months before my physical, I'd quit drinking coffee and started drinking a tea from South America called Yerba Mate. I loved it. And I was drinking a lot of it. So I just Googled and found out that, Yerba Monte is high in caffeine, and I was drinking 400 milligrams of caffeine every day for three months before my physical. Well, my blood pressure went up. So fast forward to the next year. Of course, in the in the meantime, I'm I'm doing a lot of stationary bike and aerobic exercise. I started the Wim off method, so I'm I'm doing these you know the controlled hyperventilation and filling my lungs with oxygen. And I go back and I tell the doctor, listen, doc, you. I challenged him. You didn't ask me anything about why my blood pressure changed. I never started taking those pills because I figured it figured it out. He said, Don, I'll, I'll give you a dirty little secret to the American medical industry. It's much easier to treat a symptom than to change a lifestyle. And he, he clapped. He said, I applaud you. You changed your lifestyle.
0: That is very powerful. My husband's a physician and he says that all the time. He, he, um, He just said, we're challenged with changing behaviors. And we know that you can put hypertension. We know that you can put diabetes. All these things that that cause the majority of health problems in America into remission by change in lifestyle. What we can't do is tell people how to do that. And so what I love about Wim Hof Method is that it's so simple. It is so, so, so simple and quick and effective. And I want to talk a little bit more about the mindset. One of the things that really was powerful about Wim Hof's story to me was that he came to this as a realization after his wife committed suicide. She had mental illness and so he's not just some, you know, guy who's who's had an easy breezy go of it and oh look I'm healthy and let me show you how to be healthy. He's had a really hard trial of it and one of the best things that the Wim Hof method has done is really change how we look at mental illness. Can you talk a little bit about that and about the mental control component you were mentioning earlier?
1: Absolutely because and I, I'll, I'll speak from my experience. Um, as I'm practicing the method, and just let me just describe it quickly. It's, you know, a, a done part of it. We take 30 to 40 controlled breaths. So they're, they're, they're deep breaths. We breathe all the way in and we release it. We don't blow the air out, the oxygen out. We just re- release it. So can it release the pressure of the diaphragm and the air will pour out of your lungs maybe 75 to 80% of the oxygen that was in there. And as we, as we, we go through that, as we um, go through the, the, the breathing, as I said, we're reducing the CO2. So after 30 to 40 breaths, and it's, there's no, it didn't have to be, okay, you gotta do 31 breaths and no more. It's whatever feels right and what feels good for you at the time, but usually at least 30. Uh, then we take in one more breath, we release it, we let it go, and then we don't take in more oxygen. So that's just called the retention breath or retention period. And we're just in this very calm state and you can totally relax the mind. You can kind of connect with nature. I like to scan the body. If I have some areas that are hurting, I may focus on that. Um, and then when we do get an urge to breathe and not just the first inkling of, I need to take a breath, but when you absolutely have to take a breath, then you take in, it's called the recovery breath. We take in a full breath and we hold it in. And then release it. So during that retention breath, during those those could be from one to three or four minutes, um, I connect with my body. I connect with my mind. And I there's a great book called uh, by Bruce Lipton called the um, the Biology of Belief, and it it really goes into the science behind what's happening in our brains um, when we uh, do learn to kind of even during meditation, but when we learn to kind of uh, quiet that that lizard brain, it's a it's a good source of starting with um, the discipline you might need and the motivation you may need to make some changes to understand what's happening. Besides the physiological changes that are happening in your body, it's this is just talking about the mindset. It just gives you that. Um, that calmness to to see, that calmness to feel and to, if if with nobody else, to be honest with yourself and to kind of self-direct as an example. Someone cuts you off in traffic. So we have an immediate reaction to it by gaining this control over our mind. Not even control, just gaining this uh, connectivity with our mind. We can put some distance between stimuli and reaction reaction the stimulus of somebody cutting you off and and what your reaction may instantly be. But if you can put a one or two seconds in there before you react, then it changes how you react. Okay. So it, it changes the decisions you make and what your reactions are. So you're you're in charge. You're in control. So just by putting that that that, that space in there, if nothing else, you're taking more control over the mind body connection.
0: That's right. And as a parent of teens, let me tell you, that little pause is so important. <laughs> you have six kids, you know. But it that's what mindfulness has taught me over years of practice. And Wim Hof's method is relatively, a, a, it's a shortcut. It's a shortcut to the benefits of mindfulness. It's a shortcut to resetting your immune system, improving concentration, um, willpower, energy. I notice when, when I do the practice in the morning, I always crash around. Uh, right before I pick up my daughter about 230 I need a nap I mean I could just barely hold my head up um, I, I, I fix that by changing my diet but but over the time it's coming back and the days that I do the breathing I don't have that I carry on with it my afternoon like like I've had a nap and so it's, it's what's so neat about it is it takes such a short amount of time it's relatively easy to learn he says the benefits are available to anyone. And that control, like, like you say, it's not exactly control, but it's awareness of that you don't have to react to everything your brain tells you, or your physiology tells you, you don't have to react, you have a choice in that. And I love that about this method.
1: Like Wim says, is feeling is understanding. So that's because, you know, people can read about the science, they can understand it. But until you actually experience it, it's just a textbook. And the when you... Practice the method again. Go to WimoffMethod.com, and there's Wim has a video right there, and there's tons on YouTube, and you'll feel for yourself like, whoa, well, that was kind of cool. How do I? Meet? And it happens every time you do it. So it, um, for for that reason, I think it will continue to gain in popularity because just the whole world of, if you want to call it biohacking, just ways that we take control over ourselves and over our health. And there's so many, many simple ways to do that with our, our breath. I mean, just yeah, as a small business owner, I could, you know, after after learning the method, I, I got in such good contact with my body. I mean, I could be sitting at my desk and all of a sudden I noticed my blood pressure went up or my heart rate went up. And, you know, maybe there was a meeting coming up or I heard a customer walk in the door that I know is not happy for some reason. Whatever, it doesn't matter what the reason is. I noticed it. And then I could very quickly, just using my breath—not even the Wim Hof method—you know—bring in my parasympathetic nervous system, activate that because we do activate both practicing the method. We we get the sympathetic nervous system engaged, but we also engage our parasympathetic nervous system because we're constantly being chased by the bear. You know, as we go through the day every day with, because we're so connected to the world now. So just be able to take a moment and and kind of step back and bring in that parasympathetic nervous system, lowers the heart rate. And just calms us down and prepares us for that important phone call or meeting that we may have
0: you have shared so much information and if people aren't as familiar with it you know it takes a lot of reading just to get to the understanding of what is the parasympathetic nervous system why is good stress on the body good we're not talking about stressful situations we're talking about positive stress on the body and so don you have so much to share with people how can they find you and find out more about you and find out more about your trainings
1: oh uh, Thanks. Um, one, if you go to wimhoffmethod.com, uh, there's a list of all the instructors in the world, and and then just click on North America, and then I'm in uh, Don Nieder, and I'm um, an instructor, and all the classes that I have, I, I will I, as I schedule them will will show up there. Also, my email is, is don at Flowevity f l o w g e v i t y dot and uh com is uh, is my website. So. Um, I'm always I love talking about it. as you said, I'm semi-retired. This is my passion. This is what I want to do. I want to help people, regardless of age. I've, I've worked with people from 16 years old to 84 years old, teaching the, the Wim off method. Um, as we said earlier, it's never too late and it's never too soon either, to start learning these basic healthy practices.
0: Well, and I'm going to have you send those to me in an email so I can put them in the show notes so people can find you. Because even if they just look at you on Facebook, uh, I think they'll be pretty convinced. You don't look like a 64-year-old man who's just retired. You look like you're in your 50s and ready to go climb a mountain. I so that, that speaks for itself right there.
1: I'm hiking the Appalachian Trail next year. I'm going to do the whole thing. And, you know, I, you know, 80% of the people fail because of uh, they've talked themselves out of it. They hurt. They're sore they're miserable because it's cold and wet for several days and whatever it is, I will finish the hike unless I break my leg or something. I will finish it. You know, my I mindset can't wait to follow you.
0: <laughs> yes, and you'll I be cannot able to. wait. That's wonderful. Again, if you learned something today, please remember to support the affiliate businesses for our Helping Hands campaign at www.apracticalidealist.com. All the affiliate money goes directly to the nonprofit and into our projects. I hope you have a great rest of your week and that you'll contact Don and follow him and check out the Wim Hof Method. Thank you.
1: Thank you.